The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. This is Eastern Carolina's longest-running sports radio show. The Brian Bailey Show is on the air. The Brian Bailey Show is powered by Greenville Utilities and also brought to you by The Angus Grill, Bostic Sug, Bojangles, East Coast Grading, Gavigan Insurance, Greenville Auto World, Papa John's, Greenville Utility Company, Pepsi, The Rick House, Taft, Taft, and Hagler, and tiebreakers. And now, here's Brian Bailey. Happy Monday, everybody. A victory Monday for Pirate football. East Carolina knocking off Florida Atlantic 22-7 down at Boca Raton on Saturday. So congratulations to the Pirates. They head to Annapolis this week to take on Navy, and Navy is the early three-point favorite in that game. We're going to talk Pirate hoops in our first part of our show. Riley Davis joins us, assistant coach and recruiting coordinator for East Carolina. Pirates off to a 2-0 start, having knocked off Ferrum and Campbell this past Saturday, a winning Saturday for East Carolina as well. 77-63 was that final. So we'll go in-depth on Pirate basketball with Riley Davis in the first part of our show. Second half of our show, we'll talk high school football. J.H. Rose wins again. So the Rampants and Will Bland will take on top East Seed Havelock coming up in round three. We'll hear from Coach Bland and we'll check in with Brent Wooten, the head coach at Havelock. That's coming up in the second half of our show. But we'll talk Pirate basketball, Pirate Hoops winning Monday for the Pirates in basketball after that win over Campbell, and that's coming up right after this. now for our best Black Friday extravaganza ever at Bostic Sug Furniture. Once a year savings on exciting looks for your entire home, plus a discount equal to two times the sales tax. Black Friday deals and steals on Bassett, Lazy Boy, and Kincaid. You'll only find at Bostic Sug plus six months special financing or up to 60 months special financing. It's more than a sale. It's the Black Friday extravaganza and it's going on now at Bostic Sug Furniture. Let me show you what goes on behind the scenes when making a shakaroni. Bust it. We create a shakaroni my way. An extra large pizza topped with extra cheese and extra pepperoni. It's a simple recipe. We take everything you love, then we build it bigger. Pizza gets bigger when you shakaroni. Hey, Pirate fans. Papa John's is the MVP move for game day or any day. Place your order online at papajohns.com and sign up for Papa Rewards. Papa John's. Better ingredients. Better pizza. Go Pirates. This is John Gavigan with the Gavigan Agency. Our top priority is doing what is best for our members. Whether you are buying a new vehicle, a new home, protecting your family with life insurance, or filing a claim, our agency will be there every step of the way. Our goal is to become a trusted advisor for you and your family for all of your personal and commercial insurance needs. Give us a call in Greenville at 756-1400 for a car, home, business, or life insurance quote today and give us the opportunity to show you the benefits of doing business with someone who cares. The Rick House is Eastern North Carolina Carolina's premier restaurant and bourbon authority. Jefferson's, Basil Hayden, Woodford Reserve, and a midwinter night's dram are just a few of the incredible bourbon options. The Rick House features the very best steaks and fresh, made-from-scratch pastas. The Rick House can host your corporate event or special parties in the 3,000-square-foot banquet hall. Join the Rick House for Sunday brunch from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. and for the wine tastings on the last Friday of every month. The Rick House. Do you want to go to the next ECU home game for free? Well, stop by Greenville Auto World and register to win tickets to see the Pirates play. Greenville Auto World has supported the Pirates for 47 years and will be drawing for free ticket winners weekly. Need an oil change or new tires? Remember Greenville Auto World for all of your vehicle service needs. And if you're shopping for something new, visit driveherenow.com for the best selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Greenville Auto World, Pirates supporting Pirates. Great food, great atmosphere atmosphere and great service is Atavola Market Cafe. Atavola is simply a restaurant that focuses on that, being a great restaurant. There's something for everyone at Atavola. The menu offers a variety of great choices like pastas, pizzas, sandwiches, soups, salads, and seasonal rotating selections. Lunch or dinner, Atavola is always the right call. Call ahead and get Atavola to go or stop by the bar for a drink with friends. It's simple. Come and eat at Atavola Market Cafe, Red Banks Road next to Food Lion and AtavolaMarket.com. Atavola, pirates supporting pirates. This is Mike Houston, head football coach at East Carolina University and you're listening to Pirate Radio the voice of the Pirate Nation 
You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities, providing reliable utility solutions to the Greenville region since 1905. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back on this Monday. Joining us first is Riley Davis, assistant coach, recruiting coordinator under Mike Schwartz with the East Carolina basketball program. As we said, going to break, Pirates off to a 2-0 start with wins over Ferrum and Campbell, and they've got a busy schedule coming up. USC Upstate coming up, then the Town Bank Holiday Classics. So we'll talk about all of that coming up in just a bit with Coach Davis. But, Coach, first of all, welcome to the show. Yes, sir. Appreciate you having me, Brian. Thank you. All right. So this Pirate basketball team opened up with Ferrum. 91-61 was the final. But it was kind of one of those deals where it didn't seem like Coach Schwartz was all that happy with the effort, the defense. And uh, I think he said afterwards you guys went through two complete days of just defense, and it looked a lot better against Campbell. Yeah, that's right. You know, it's obviously just what makes him good. I mean, he's got a really high standard, you know, so. You know, you see a 30-point win, a lot of times people would think that was good. But, you know, Coach, uh, he's, he's, he's big on the defense, man. That's just all I know what to tell you. He, um, we messed up some schemes that we had been practicing. And, you know, it was just it's a point of pride with him. And, you know, he doesn't know if we can get away with that type of mistake in conference. You know, when you think defense in basketball, I think we all we all think of offense, and we and we think of fast breaks, and we think of you know a, a set play with a screen, and you know, and the shooter comes off the screen and, and nails a three. But when we think defense, you know, it's hard for the average fan to really understand what goes into defensive basketball. What are some of the keys that you guys talk about in playing defense in East Carolina? Sure. Well, there's there's all different areas of the floor where we're trying to force the player to go, whether with the pass or with the dribble. And, you know, there's certain rotations whenever they drive certain directions that, yeah, exactly what you said. Most of the fans don't really know what we're talking about, which, you know, I, hey, I'm like, I'm more interested in offense too. <laughs> the, uh, oh, we have several different rotations, whether we're switching, switching screens, how we're switching, how we're, which direction we're sending them, if we're not switching. Uh, rotations on a baseline drive, middle drive, lane line drive. I mean, ball screen defense. There's so much that goes into it. Um, and, and I mean, it's look, it's it's eighty percent of our practice. You know, when when you go on practice, we're not really working on fast break and things like that. We're working on all the many many different rotations of defense because the defense is reacting. You know, offense is gets to be more proactive and gets to move the ball around freely and. But defense, you're at the discretion of what the offense is doing, so you got to be more prepared. Um, you got to learn how to be, and if you can, proactive on the defensive end. But it's very difficult to do. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you know, it's kind of like I'm playing defense. Like in football, you hear football coaches all the time say, we don't want our guys to think. We want our guys just to react and just go. And and I think that you have to get, you know, your your defense is obviously complicated. And you see Coach Schwartz on the sideline, you know, yelling out signal, yelling out different things. And, and, and so guys are, you know, having to try to do this and not think. And when you get them to that point, that's when you got a good defensive basketball team, don't you? That's right. And it's all about practice. You know, you can't get them to that point without simulating it in practice. You're trying to build those habits without trying to give, like, a coach speak, you know. I mean, truly in practice, you're trying to create those adverse situations where those habits are drilled, and then in the game, they're just reacting and they're not thinking. But, oh, that's easier said than done. I mean, it is a challenge to do so. When you look at, at what this basketball team can accomplish this year, do you guys ever think about that? I know you were picked fifth in the American, which is really high for East Carolina basketball. I know you guys all know the past of East Carolina Pirate basketball, but but Coach Schwartz, I mean, he seems like he's you know, he's fired up. He's ready to go forward. He wants to build on what you guys accomplished last year, which was almost a winning record, and you played really tough against a lot of teams. But do you see that, that you picked up some parts and, and that this thing can go a lot further than last year? Yeah, I mean, look, if you walk into our locker room and to film, you know, Coach is talking about winning a national championship. I mean, there's no doubt about that. So, so yes. Now, I'm not trying to set the expectation, but I am trying to communicate that, you know, Coach has got a really high standard for what he deems successful success is. And in his eyes, he's, he is literally talking about a national championship. 
Now that's that is that's that's kind of stunning because you think about the history of pirate basketball and and if you guys can can somehow get into the top two or top three in the American and, and maybe get that that you know birth in the NCAA tournament even an NIT bid but but any kind of postseason play would be you know so welcome around here but just to see what you know because I guess you got to set them up high and you go from there when you look at the Ferrum game Brandon Johnson obviously started twenty nine points and nine rebounds. Coach talked about how hard he works day in and day out, and he was rewarded with that big game against Farum. But Brandon's one of your hardest workers, isn't he? Yeah, Brandon is. I mean, Dan, he's just a tremendous dude. I mean, he good teammate, cares about others, lifts others up. I mean, he – but, yeah, he's got a professional approach, meaning he does the same thing every day. He's, he's a creature of habit. He doesn't get bored with routine. He's got a special discipline. Next up was Campbell. Campbell falls to East Carolina 77-63. I was with the football team, so I didn't get a chance to see that one. But R.J. Felton had a career-high 30, 11 rebounds. R.J. really took it to the next level against Campbell, didn't he? Yeah, R.J., I mean, look, R.J.'s another special guy. Um, And we we call it R.J.'s gone gone nuclear. That's what we say on the bench. You can see when (laughs) R.J.'s eyes kind of light up. You can see he goes into that mode and you just try to get the ball to him. You know, he just, he's got that ability to get into the zone truly. And uh, he, he definitely had a night like that. Does it also mean that, that you're getting better and better and stronger as a program when, when you're not counting on one guy just to, to be the star and everybody build around him? Like you've got, you've got parts here and there that, that, you know, a number of guys that can come out and then get you 15, 16 points, you know, get you a, a bunch of rebounds. And, and it's, it's certainly not a one-man team. Well, we certainly hope so. I mean, you know, Brandon's done what he's done. RJ's done what he's done already this year. Um, you know, Ezra – had high scoring games last year. Uh, Quentin, I think, scored as many as 18 points last year. Um, Any time that you feel like it can get shared around, so that the the defense that's preparing for you, they might take a certain option out, and it might open up another, open up some opportunity for someone else. I mean, anytime you have multiple options like that, absolutely, it uh, it makes you feel like you're getting better. But we'll see. I like uh, Ezra Asar. I mean, I think that he's got some tools that, that maybe we haven't seen at East Carolina Pirate Basketball in a long, long time. But he, he runs the floor well. He, he's got the school spirit with his with his hair and everything. And he's fired up, isn't he? Oh, he is. Ezra, he's a unique athlete. You know, I mean, a guy as big as him, you know, a 250-pound guy that can move the way he moves. I mean, he can guard the ball. He can guard the post. I mean, it's really special how he moves. So he's obviously in a program that has a defensive mindset. His value is uh, significant. We do a lot of switching. Um, but he's a guy you can really put him on the other team's best player. And that's really unique to do with your big man. I tell you what, he he really has shown in you know last year, all year, and this year to get the start that uh, he's a very very talented basketball player. I know you guys have been counting on him uh, for a while now. This time of year, coach, how much is, is just East Carolina, and how much do you scout the opponent and, and and worry about what they do? Is it kind of a combination because you got so many things you want to get, you know, get really fine-tuned, polished, that kind of thing before you go into conference play. Uh, but still, you've got these opponents coming up, and you got a lot of them coming up. you got a busy busy schedule coming up. Sure, we do. You know, we're, we're very heavily involved in scouting with every team. I mean, we basically try to prepare for every team like it's a championship game. So, um, But with that, as you said, you do have to take care of your own stuff. Um, we scout, the, obviously, the other team's defense as well. So, We'll adjust to how they defend, and we'll make tweaks with our offense. But, um, you know, I will say, look, right now this time of year, we're probably around, oh, I don't know, maybe 75% of our practice is preparing for that opponent. You know, and the coaches had the staff prepared, obviously, before that moment. So we go in there with our assigned roles and what we're uh, communicating to the players. But... Then there will be special days when you know you've really just got to work on yourself and you kind of get a feel for it throughout the year, which is what Coach is good at. 
um, whether you know, hey, you know, we're just, we're just not tough enough right now. We're not, we're not mentally ready to even prepare for another team. We've got to take care of ourselves. Then you might spend that whole day just working on very, very standard defensive rotations and mental toughness type things. So there's, you're always getting a feel for it. But right now, look, we're probably 75% um, in, in prep mode for the other team. Okay, USC Upstate coming up at East Carolina Wednesday night, 7 o'clock, Williams Arena, Menchie's Coliseum. Can you give us a scouting report there? Yeah, you know, look, they're tough. They're a gritty team. They're, they're athletic. They play hard. They're defensive mindset. Uh, they do a lot of screening off the ball. Um, they'll get some guys isolated. Um, we'll, we'll play in isolation. Uh, they have some guys that do play with some freedom and play aggressive. Uh, but more than anything, you can tell they're very well coached. You know, they, they play hard and they play defense. The things that they're doing defensively are not human nature. So you can tell that they are uh, they're they're enforcing that mentality over there. So teams like that, you know, or you you got you better bring it because they're a competitor can win at any on it win any game, you know. And you can very clearly tell that they have competitive nature and grit. It's another home game for East Carolina. What have you thought about the home atmosphere so far? Because we we got the new purple seats. We've got the lights that are a lot different. We've got a disc jockey in there. What have you thought so far? Oh, man, it's been awesome. But more importantly, the players love it. Yeah. I mean, look, when you recruit these guys, you you get an emotional connection with them, obviously. You, you go through adversity with them, blah, blah, blah. Bottom line is you get close with them, and you care about them, and you just, you just want them to have a good experience. And when they get to see the, all the fans supporting them, you love that for them. It, it's exciting, you know. It, you almost get emotional just thinking about, man, just how valuable it is for them to see how many people care about the Pirates. So it, it's been incredible, man. Really, it's been awesome. Students have been awesome. Uh, I've, we've gotten so many calls and text messages from people that have watched the games on TV, seen the, seen the crowd. And they've been blown away, so it's, it's been incredible. Yeah, and really, they did a nice job with the purple seats, and I hope at some point they can go all the way around in that bowl with the purple seats because they really – it kind of brings it out, doesn't it? It does, yeah. They did a great job. They did a great job. It's beautiful. And then the lights, obviously, when you can do different things with the lights, you know, can turn them off, turn them back on. I mean, there was an old set of lights at Williams Arena for a long, long time. But but now you can do different things during timeouts, and and that kind of gets the crowd involved. And so it's it's really it's really a different atmosphere. I think Menji's Coliseum, obviously, it's not the newest co- you know Coliseum on the block, but they've done enough things to upgrade it, and it looks really, really good. And and I think that you know they've done a nice job with that. The fans can continue to come out that's going to be real beneficial for you guys playing at home i agree i mean the biggest part is the fans man they in many ways it doesn't really care it doesn't really matter what it looks like as long as the fans are there and they enjoy the entertainment that they're seeing and so that's the big part that we've got is the fans that that is so i I can't emphasize that enough it's been incredible I believe it was over the weekend or maybe late last week, the announcement that LaDante Felton is coming to East Carolina, R.J. Felton's brother. Uh, and now that he's signed and everything, you can talk about him a little bit, can't you? Yep, that's right. So, yeah. What, what kind of player is he, is he going to bring to East Carolina? You know, he's a little different than R.J. Um, you know, he's, he's more of a speedster. Um, he's more of a primary ball handler type guy. Now, R.J.'s worked on his game to, to achieve that, but um, – LaDante is more of a guard probably than RJ was when he got here. Uh, he can really dribble. He's got good speed and athleticism. But the biggest thing about him is just, you know, and Coach said this when he released his quote about him, whatever LaDante does, he does it to the best of his ability. And, and I know that sounds cheesy and corny, and just something like a coach says, but I just don't know. People don't understand how important that is, you know, because at some point a guy's going to come into practice and it's going to be day 300 in practice and he's not going to want to be there. And it's the guys that no matter what they're asked to do, they take pride in it to do it to the best of their ability. Those are the players that you have success with. And And there's no question about it. Obviously, they got to be talented enough, which 
that's our job to evaluate the talent. But, I mean, we're incredibly excited about him. He's just got a real substance to him. And that's that's really what it takes. You have to get the right kid, you know, into your program. And the fact that his brother is already here, I mean, that says a lot that, that RJ's obviously very happy here at East Carolina. And with his talent, and that, and that was the next thing I was going to say, with the NIL deals and everything, is it frustrating that, that other schools can, can come at your players? And, and I know they're not supposed to, but we all know what happens. How, how frustrating is NIL for you guys right now? I mean – Look, infinitely frustrating. I mean, it, it's the kind of thing that you obviously you lose hours and hours and hours and hours of sleep over. It, it's, you know, anytime a player is getting poached like that, you, you got you got massive, uh, massive problem with it. You know, infuriating would be the word. But, you know, we've had these guys, uh, we had these guys return. And there is a sense of loyalty with them. And I'm telling you, it's something about how Coach Schwartz coaches and how he connects with the guys that they connect with him. And there's just something unique about him. And I'm sure you've experienced it in your dealings with him. But yeah. He just resonates with especially players. You know, I mean, people talk all the time about how players have changed. Yeah, for sure. They've changed. But they still want the same thing. They still want accountability. They still want direction. Maybe you got to do it a little bit different now. I don't know. But, you know, he connects with them in a way where they enjoy being held accountable by them. So our retention has been able to be what it is. You know, it's, it's kind of like the, the psych, psychology of being a parent because there are some parents who don't punish their kids because they don't want their kids not to like them. But the ones that punish their kids and, and hold them accountable are the ones that usually get loved more. And I think, you know, studies have shown that. And I think that, that there's there's a certain thing called tough love that players really, you know, they resonate to, don't they? I mean, there's no question. And obviously, I mean, they're not not trying to sound preachy here, but obviously, you know, they might not respond great in the moment, but the point is to get them better and they respect you for it. And they get better is the bottom line. They get better. And again, it all goes back to coaching is his special way of doing it. Um, and then back to LaDante and recruiting the certain types of guys that have thick skin that can take hard coaching. Um, and I say hard coaching. I mean, it's not like coaches, like how it used to be, but yeah. you know, he, he, we like to say he's demanding, not demeaning. And I mean, we're very demanding in practice. I mean, I, I don't know if you can tell, but I, I barely have a voice right now because I, you know, I just got out of practice 20 minutes ago. And so we, we yell and we get after him. There's no doubt about it. And I'm telling you, you know, the players based on our experience, they want that. Shoot, we ask them how they want to be coached. They all say the same thing. Coach, get after me. I know I need it. I know I need it. Raleigh Davis, assistant coach for East Carolina under Mike Schwartz, also the recruiting coordinator. Coming up uh, next week, the Town Bank Holiday Classic on Sunday. Northeastern comes to town. Then Monday, it's Georgia Southern. Tuesday, Kennesaw State. You're talking about a busy time. This is kind of one of those deals that, that what prepares you even more so. Even in the NCAA tournament, you get a day off, but no days off in the Town Bank Holiday Classic. Right, Coach? No doubt. And it, we did an MTE like this last year. And, uh, it, man, we felt the effects of it following. I mean, anytime you play three games in a row, I can't remember what we did last year. We, I think we went three in a row. And then we, within just a couple of days, we had another game and we had a tough stretch following that MTE. So this is a, this is a tough one. This is a tough one, but you said it. You're, the reason you do this is to prepare you for the future. So it's not necessarily about what you get done now. It's about preparing for that, for the tournament, whether it's conference tournament or NCAA tournament. And the bottom line is you got to win games on days in a row. That's true. Have you looked at Northeastern or Georgia Southern or Kennesaw yet? No, not really. You know, we, we really take it one, one game at a time. Um, we're just trying to figure out how to beat uh, upstate. You know, that's the biggest deal for us. I mean, we've looked at them a little bit, but not enough for me to give any sort of information. 
Pirates and USC Upstate coming up on Wednesday, 7 o'clock tip-off. Coach talked a little bit about uh, USC Upstate before. Uh, as far as your starting lineup and players that have played so far, you're looking at the same, pretty much same group for East Carolina? I think so. Yeah, golly. I, I can't even – I'll tell you this. We did the starting lineup last game based on defense. So, um, And Coach told the guys that, hey, lineup's open for whoever the best defenders are. So, you know, up until that, up until we play the game on that day, it may change because Coach is looking for guys that are just going to come out and give the best effort, and there's no doubt about it. I mean, that's how he coaches. So um, it, it could change. There's no doubt. It could stay the same. It's really – it's up to those guys in the locker room and how they come out and practice. When you go to practice, can you tell right away that it's going to be a good practice because the defense is crisp and sharp? And likewise, can you tell that hey, this is going to be a bit of a struggle? Guys, you know, aren't into it right now. We got to get them into it. No, for sure. And obviously, as a coach, you're trying to manage that. I mean, that's that's almost like your main job. You're trying to put out those fires before they come become fires. So. Yeah, you're all, you're constantly checking guys' energy, checking the pulse on the team, the the, the enthusiasm in their voice, their body language, and you know? and then times you can split hairs, and at times you can, you know, maybe create self fulfilling prophecy. So you try not to do that either. Um, but hey, I've had I've been a part of practices where you you would have thought they were going to be terrible, and they've ended up great. And I've been a part of those that you thought were going to be great, ended up terrible. We had a good practice today, and. Usually you don't have a good practice after a day off from a game, which we did. We had a day off before today. So usually they come in a little sluggish, but they came in with some enthusiasm. And as you, and just as you said, uh, defense was crisp. So, uh, But I would have I thought we wouldn't. But, you know, that's credit to the guys. You know, that's a maturity thing. And that's really what coaches are always talking about when they're talking about we got to get, get older. They're talking about stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, that, that's one of the things that's always said. You got to you got to get old and stay old, and that's easier said than done, isn't it? Oh it, boy, it is. And again, back to coach. I mean, the way he wants to build a program, he talks about it all the time—not just a good team, but a good program. To have continuity. You got to get these young guys. So you got to get young at some point. But the key is, you got to get them old in your program. Right. And. There's, there's there's a difference between doing that and just recruiting all fifth-year guys, you know, and, and the way Coach wants to do it. He wants us to get old within the program. Like last year, we were something like 340th youngest team in the country. And I don't know where we are now, but just one year of our returners coming back, I would guarantee it puts us in the top 150, I would certainly imagine. I would say so, yeah. Of experience, so. That, that experience thing really matters. Raleigh Davis, assistant coach, recruiting coordinator for Mike Schwartz at East Carolina. Coach, thanks so much for your time today. We certainly appreciate it. We want to talk Pirate basketball, USC Upstate coming up on Wednesday, then the Town Bank Holiday Classic, Northeastern, Georgia Southern, and Kennesaw State. Three straight days of Pirate basketball. So you guys are going to get tired of seeing everybody probably, but that's going to be busy time but a lot of fun. Yeah, it will be. It'll be, it'll be very busy. I mean, I think i got a lot of – I think I got family coming in, so they'll probably—they probably will never see me because I'll be—we'll just be preparing the whole time. But no, that—that's just part of it. And, that, and the fun is in the grind. There is no doubt about that. That's a great way to put it. The fun is in the grind. Riley Davis joining us. Thanks, Davis, Coach Davis, so much. And we will uh, see you at Williams Arena a bunch coming up in the near future. Thanks so much. Yes, sir, Brian. Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate it. All right. Riley Davis, assistant coach for East Carolina under Mike Schwartz, joining us to talk pirate basketball. We'll take a commercial break right now. Coming up next, we'll talk high school football. Got a big one coming up this week. J.H. Rose and Havelock, the Rampants and the Rams, both from the big Carolina 3A-4A. They played one time earlier this year. They've got a rematch and a lot on the line. And we'll hear from Will Bland coming up next. Later, Brent Wooten from Havelock joins us. Back with more on this edition of the Brian Bailey Show after this.
This is a Pirate Radio Sports Break presented by Ron Ayers Motorsports, Highway 11, north of the airport in Greenville. It's the ECU and Navy this Saturday at noon as the Pirates will try to get their third win of the season. The midshipmen open the week as a three-point favorite. Pirate Radio will have coverage beginning at 8 a.m. Saturday morning with the Bud Light pregame tailgate and finish out the day with the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show immediately after the game. Gardner Minshew was 18 of 28 with 194 yards and an interception as the Colts squeeze by the Patriots 10-6. Keaton Mitchell scored a touchdown and rushed for 34 yards, but the Ravens lose to the Browns 33-31. The Seahawks beat the Commanders 29-26. The 49ers routed the Jaguars 34-3. Zay Jones was inactive for Jacksonville. And it's Monday Night Football as the Bills host the Broncos. You can hear the all the action right here on Pirate Radio beginning at 7.30. This has been a Pirate Radio Sports Break. I'm Shirley Rhodes. Hey, Pirate Nation, this is Dixon Williams, number one for your East Carolina baseball team. And my brand new Welcome to the Jungle t-shirt is now available exclusively at PR927FM.com. This Comfort Colors t-shirt is only $20 and will be a home run gift for all your friends and family. This shirt is available for pre-order now until November 30th. So get shopping today at PR927FM.com and you will have them just in time for the holidays. I look forward to seeing all of Pirate Nation in the jungle soon. Go Pirates! We all have seniors in our life who may need a little extra help with technology. University PC Care's Quick Helps are affordable, in-store, short appointments designed for seniors who may need a little TLC to help with setting up a new computer, help with email or passwords, or help with the latest online scam. They don't need to fear technology anymore. Call 252-558-1280 to schedule an in-store Quick Helps appointment for Greenville or New Bern. Learn more at universitypccare.com. UBE and PirateWear.com are proud to offer the Pirate Nation its largest inventory of ECU merchandise and tailgate supplies ever. UBE has the best prices in town, so that makes UBE your one-stop shop for all things ECU. UBE does daily restocks of Champion, Adidas, and Under Armour. Don't forget to bring your young pirates to plunder the Crow's Nest, which is the only kid's store dedicated to ECU. Plenty of free parking in Uptown Greenville. Visit them online at PirateWear.com. Go Pirates! The best place to go before hitting the water is Pirate Waters Outfitters in Washington. This is Captain Bo Brooks, and at Pirate Waters Outfitters is the store with the clothing you need to enjoy the outdoors. Shop the best outdoor brands like Gut Camp, Marshware, AFCO, and Foul Weather Gear by Grundon. Enhance your on-the-water fun with a turtle box speaker, a pair of Bahia sunglasses, or Smithy cast iron cookware. Pirate Water Outfitters on Market Street in downtown Washington, right next door to Breaking Bread, and also on Facebook and Instagram. This is Dale Murphy, two-time National League MVP and number three with the Atlanta Braves. And you're listening to Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities. Community-owned, community-powered. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back on this Monday. Once again, I want to thank Riley Davis, assistant coach and recruiting coordinator for Bayer Basketball. Busy time coming up, as we've mentioned a couple of times, the uh, game with USC Upstate, and then, of course, the Town Bank Holiday Classic, uh, the tournament coming up. Northeastern, Georgia Southern, and Kennesaw State. Pirates play the 2 o'clock game on Sunday and then play both games at 6 o'clock coming up the night games, and that's coming up uh, after this weekend, Sunday, this coming Sunday, after the Pirates play Navy on Saturday in football in Annapolis, Maryland. J.H. Rose and Havelock coming up in high school football. Third round of the state high school football playoffs. Will Bland's Rampants have pulled off back-to-back upsets. They open the playoffs with a losing record, but they keep winning when it matters. And Coach Bland joins us right now. Coach, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? You should be doing great right now after those wins, after uh, beating White Oak 21-19 in just a gut-wrenching game. The field goal came down to the last seconds, and uh, the guy barely missed it. And then you go to North Brunswick and win another slobber knocker 14-7 uh, in that game. Tell us about the uh, win over North Brunswick. How'd that go? Uh, it was pretty good. Uh, I think we were, um, you know, normally we're a pass team, but that night we relied on our run game. We were, I think we rushed the ball 50 times. And I think we're going to the ball eight times. So it's just um, whatever works for us, we're going to try to st- stick with it and 
try to go with it and was able to pull off a 14-7 victory. I think I thought our defense played a great game. They've been doing good in the playoffs this whole time, so as long as they can keep us closing, then we have a shot. And you've been using uh, uh, two different quarterbacks most of the time, Jason Shepard and Jaden Lovett. Is that continuing to go well? It is. It is. They both bring different things to the table. Um, we start out with um, Jackson again this week. Uh, he had hit a rush patch in the second quarter, so we put the big boy back in, and he did some good things, and then he hit a rush patch. But um, when we, if we can get both of them guys in the field, um, they both of them dynamic, and if they uh, if they up to up to and they on point at that time, they're very hard to stop. So hopefully we can get both of them on the same page against Havelock and see what we can do. Yeah, and, and we talked about this going into the playoffs, the fact that you guys play in a very difficult league with Havelock and Newburn and Jacksonville and just you know teams that are just perennial powers uh, in 3A and, and in Newburn's case in 4A football. Uh, but but you, you kind of survive all of that when you hit the playoffs. And I told you against White Oaks, I, I thought the Rampage would win that game just because, you know, the conference that White Oak was playing playing in the Coastal 3 just wasn't as as difficult as what you guys face week in and week out. Now, you get another conference foe in Havelock, and that's uh, that's the ultimate challenge, isn't it? It is. It is. You know, anytime you play against them, you got you to gotta be ready. You got to uh, be ready for all the different types of formation. You got to be ready for all the athletes they're going to put on the field. And um, that's the thing that we're going to try to harp on. We got to make sure that we when we get to um, one of their ball carriers, you got to get them down on the ground. We can't allow them to break tackles in reverse field. So um, I think it's going to be a sizing game. I think our kids are uh, up for it. I think we even got a, a bunch of confidence uh, for the last two games uh, with the guys. And I think they're just happy to, uh, that we get to continue this and hopefully uh, we can find a game plan to um, stop that high-power offense they got and then be able to put the points on them. Back on October 27th, Havelock knocked off Rose 35-7 in that game. What was the the biggest issue in that game for the Rampants? Um, being consistent. I thought we did a good job of moving the ball against them, which I thought we did a good job the whole year, just getting into the red zone and not being able to capitalize or um, turn the ball over. Uh, I think we I think we were second in – on the 20-yard line, takes two back-to-back sacks against Havlock and one drives, put it out of the range of our field goal kicker, and we had to fund the ball. And so we can, when we had the opportunity to score, be able to put some points on the board and then rely on our defense, who's been doing a good job in the playoff to uh, give us a couple of stops, and I think we'll be all right. Havelock was tested in their second-round game up against Cape Fear. They won that game 27-15. I know you've seen the tape of that game. What, what was Cape Fear doing well enough to hang with Havelock? Um, just getting them in a long um, situation. Um, Kate, a lot of people didn't understand that Kate Spear had a real, real good defense. They held um, 71st to only 12 points, and they've been putting up points on everybody. So I knew they had a good defense. Well, could have a lot of run the ball consistently on them because um, they don't throw the ball that much. And, you know, it was a fight into the fourth quarter, and then have like got a big break with that pick six, and then was able to capitalize on the next try that they intercepted and then go up by two scores. So, um I thought they did a good job. Okay, for guys had did a good job running to the quarterback, um, having 12, 11 guys on the hat at all times. But uh, you know, eventually, I guess that team might have like you got to maintain that throughout the whole game in order to beat them. You got LeBron Sharp to worry about. One hundred and fourteen yards, two touchdowns in the Cape Fear game, and he threw a touchdown pass. He did, and uh, that's the first time he ever threw the ball. And if you watch the film, he was looking for um, quarterback on the um, quarterback. Um, backside, but he was open. And he just was a smart and an athletic guy and understanding football. That hey, my next read is the guy running right in front of me, and nobody guarded him, so I just tossed it to him. And but the heck of a play by him, which gave him a fourteen point lead at that point. So usually at Rose, you kind of get everybody out wide. You. Th- fling the football around to anybody and everybody. But as you said, you went back to the run last game uh, in that victory over North Brunswick against Havelock. Is that another key? You want to keep that Havelock Rams offense off the field by running the football? That is, you know, that's been a lot of talk um, of the town this week. And then I I thought that I had for a while that the best way to keep uh, offense like there on the field is to keep the ball away from them. And um, I think we're probably going to try to slow it down because we are a fast tempo offense, but they are too. So we don't want to go into a track meet with these guys because they are that good. So we're going to try to uh, cut the game down short and as fast as possible so we can keep the clock going. And then, like I said, if we got the ball, we need to make sure we score at the end of our drives or get some type of point. 
and defense uh, give us a couple of um, uh, turnovers down or um, make them the punt so we can um, try to get a uh, try to get a good enough lead against them guys. But uh, it's gonna be a tough challenge for us. Um, but I think our guys are ready. I think everybody's excited about it, and, and we can go out there and just play. And, and like I tell the kids, just go out there and have fun, no matter what. Just have fun doing what you enjoy. And if we come out victorious. That'd be great. If it's not, we had a great season um, this year. But um, you know, um, I think the kids are ready for it. It's got to mean a lot to you going back to Havelock as well. It does. You know, it's always good going back home. Um, I wish I was going home just to watch. <laughs> but, you know, um, like I told people before, it's, um, that's that's who gave me an opportunity to become who I was and be able to uh, go to East Carolina and pursue my football career and stuff. So they always got a special place in my heart. Um, I love going out and seeing all the old faces of my best friends in high school down there still. So it, it's great. Um, but, you know, being on the other side of it, um, uh, this is my new life. I'm the football coach at Jaysville High School. This is where I've been this where I've been for the last fifteen years. So I got a new home. So I wanna make sure that I represent uh, Greenville to the utmost and um uh, try to go down there and try to pull off a, a victory. Are there still some teachers, uh, maybe a coach on the sideline that, that worked with you when you were there? Yeah, I'm um Coach Wiggins who's the A D down there is still there and a Spear who's is still working at school. I mean when I go there, I get nothing but hoods. They come out, they come out, see me. Um, they, they tell stories about when I was in high school and stuff. So it's it's fun just going back and listening to all the stories and then have my kids um, hear from them. But hey, this was that kid he was when he was in school. Um, don't turn out to be like him. Or <laughs> good job, though. So. <laughs> it's uh, always fun listening to them stories. Yeah, that's some that's some great stories. I'm sure of, of Will Bland at Havelock High School and going on to East Carolina after that. And and you did such a great job all those years with the JV team at JH Rose. And then you got the chance to uh, to take over the varsity and doing a great job there as well. You've got your team in the third round of the state playoffs to take off against the Havelock Rams coming up on Friday night. What's the key for Rose to stay in this game and maybe pull off another upset? Uh, the key is, uh, yeah, I, I, like I told you last week, uh, we just got to stay together and believe. And I think that on the last two games, the guys have believed in each other, been there for each other, um, cheered each other on, just believe that hey, anything's possible, we just keep working towards it and stuff. And uh, often, we, we, like I said, we, we need to help our defense and be our own defense. we got to keep the ball out of their hands. Um, make sure we sustain drive, try to chew up some of that clock, um, try to establish the run game. And then, you know, if if we can get the pass game incorporated in it, put the pass game in it. But it's just try to keep the ball away from the offense as much as possible. And then defense, we got to play fast and we got to tackle. Uh, we got to rally to the ball and we can't, and we can't make hiccups like we did the first game. We got to make sure we do assignment football. Um, if it's an option, you got this guy, that's your guy, and then let everybody else do their job. How hard was it to keep everybody together when you went through the little bit of a losing lull that you, that you did this season and, and you were giving up a lot of points? And just how hard was it to keep everybody together? Um, it was, I want to say it was hard as my two years ago when we started off 0-3. I think our guys knew that we had played some tough competition. Like we were one score away from being uh, beating Northeastern. Um, I think Hargis gave it, uh, did pretty good numbers on us. Northeastern, we, I mean, Northern Nash, we had a bad first half, but we were able to come out in the second half and play Rose football. So I think the guys knew that we were good. It was just trying to put it all together at one time and just have everybody believe in each other and support each other. And I think when the playoffs started, well, I think when we went on a three-game win streak, it was it was working. And then we lost to New Bern, we lost to Havelock. And then once we started the playoffs, I think after we got down 12 and nothing, everybody was like, look, guys, let's go out here and let's have fun and let's play for each other. And it's been good ever since then. Yeah, you were down in that game against White Oak, 12-zip. You came back, you had a big special teams play. How important is special teams this time of the year? Because obviously it's one of those uh, situations where it can make or break you. But uh, you, you can win a playoff game with special teams this time of year. You can. And the thing about it, we had a big special team play at White Oak, and we got a safety. And then North Birmingham on that one, their fourth down and four, they tried to run a fake to our, our sideline and our guys just ready, came and made a tackle for a loss and then I think that's is when we hit our Malachi Keys on that forty nine yard touchdown pass to put us up fourteen to seven. So especially that being great for us and you know, if you can get some kids that buy into that and, and 
just treat that as their own, then you could be very special uh, throughout your season and throughout the playoff because they own it. They, they want to be on it. They want to make things happen. And so you just find this, some guys that are willing to go out there, sacrifice their body, sacrifice for the team, and um, make sure that the other team don't get any plays or we um, try to um, change the field position or try to get a score on a special team. Will Bland, head coach at J.H. Rose. Coach, good luck this week against Havelock, man. So far, every time we call you for the show, you're able to win the game, so let's make it three in a row this week. It sounds good. Just keep calling me there. <laughs> I hear you. All right. That's Will Bland. We'll take a commercial break right now. Coming up next, Brent Wooten, the head coach at Havelock, joins us as the Brian Bailey Show continues on this Monday after this. Attention athletes and fans, Tiebreakers is looking for all-stars. Do you know an athlete who made a game-winning play, scored an amazing touchdown, or hit a huge home run? We're scouting Eastern North Carolina for this month's most outstanding athlete. Go to tiebreakersathlete.com to nominate your favorite player for the prestigious Athlete of the Month Award. Tiebreakers, shining a light on the athletes that make Eastern North Carolina proud. Submit your nomination now at tiebreakersathlete.com. I'm Michael Vaughn with East Coast Grading and Utilities. Many of you know my dad, David Vaughn, and his work in putting in subdivisions all over Pirate Nation. But East Coast Grading and Utilities is not just for those type of big jobs. We're here for the homeowners, whether it's concrete, driveways, hauling rock or sand, whatever you need, East Coast Grading and Utilities can get the job done. Call us at 252-531-7494 or check us out on Facebook at East Coast Grading and Utilities. It's bow time. Chicken or biscuits? That's an impossible choice. How can you decide between Bojangles' perfectly crispy, boldly seasoned chicken or their fluffy, made-from-scratch buttermilk biscuits? Well, the good news is you don't have to. With a Cajun chicken filet biscuit, you get the best of both worlds. An all-white meat chicken breast marinated with a bold blend of seasonings and served up on a fluffy, golden buttermilk biscuit. When it comes to real-deal southern flavor, there's no reason you can't have it all. Order a Cajun chicken filet biscuit today. It's bow time. Turkey, ham, bacon, these and other meats are great around the holidays and every other day, but they all leave behind grease when you cook them, and grease is a real pain in the drain. When you pour grease down a drain, it cools and can clog sewer lines. That can lead to sewer spills, which are messy, bad for the environment, and can also be expensive. Never pour grease down the drain. Instead, collect it in a container like a used soup can or jar. Let it cool and throw it away in the trash. Together, we can protect our sewer system and the environment. For more information, go to GUC.com. Hey, Miles, isn't it amazing to think our family has been distributing soft drinks since 1923? It certainly is, Landon. And with that comes a lot of change. But what hasn't changed is our dedication and commitment to our customers. I'm Miles Menjis. And I'm Landon Menjis with Menjis Bottling Group. Our family has taken great pride in refreshing our neighbors, and we are proud to have remained locally owned and operated for over a century. From our family to yours, we say thank you and are honored to be a part of this wonderful community. Here's to 100 as we celebrate our employees and our customers all over East North Carolina. From generations before us and to future generations. Cheers to the next 100 years. Cheers to the next 100 years. This is Touchdown Tony Collins, and you're listening to Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities. Community-owned utilities mean local control, low rates, and high reliability. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to our show on this Monday. Got a big one on Friday night. J.H. Rose traveling down to Havelock. Havelock, the number one seed in the east in the 3A bracket. J.H. Rose, the 25 seed, but the Rampants have upset White Oak and North Brunswick to make it to round three. Havelock, undefeated on the year. They lost that game to New Bern, but that game was later forfeited to them, so they take an unbeaten record into the third round. Brent Wooten is the head coach at Havelock, and Coach, uh, thanks for joining us today. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I tell you, you guys had us all confused back in the spring because we thought Caleb was taking over, and we didn't know what Allen was going to do, and then you stepped up as, I think at the time you were interim. Is your title still interim, and how has it all 
you know, blended together. Uh, I'm still the interim. Uh, you know, our staff's pretty pretty strong group. Um, I didn't really have to do too much. Uh, we have a lot of guys that have been coaching the same position for several years. So, you know, realistically, I just handle a lot of the administrative roles, and my brother handles the defense. Coach King handles the offense. Coach Akins handles the special teams. And when we plan practice, each gets their time. And I just got to make sure that kids are doing what they're supposed to do in the school school all day and make sure grades are up and that's that's my focus and the schematically we just i got three good guys handling their stuff every week now you really do it's a great great staff and we've known most of those guys for a long long time take us back to the rose game back on october the 27th uh, havelock won at 35 7 what was the key in that game oh uh, that game uh, johnny johnny williams really had a, a really good game on the ground and so did lebron sharp uh, we got a really nice one-two running running duo in the backfield and then throw in Jalen Morgan. And we have a lot of different, you know, a lot of different skill guys that can, that can hurt you. And, you know, we got out on the first play, scored a big, big touchdown run. And, you know, we didn't really look back, you know, there are a couple of things that could have gone either way. You know, Rose had a couple of missed passes that could have turned into big plays. You know, we gave it contained a few times, but ultimately I think our, our offense was, was really strong that night and our defense held them to seven points. So if we keep that recipe, I feel pretty good about where we are. Even though it's it's a game with so much on the line, is it difficult to get players to buy in that that thirty-five to seven win meant absolutely means absolutely nothing now? That this is the game that counts. The winner here goes to round four. Um, I, I don't think it's gonna be difficult. We we've finished, we've spent all our time this year trying to get our guys to understand that each week's new week, um, and we're gonna treat this week the same way. We've played them already. You know they they feel. Our guys feel like there were some talented guys on the other side of the uh, ball field that night, and we know we're going to be prepared to stop their guys this week and hopefully you know, get to the fourth round. Our goal is ultimately to get to a state championship, and this is just another opportunity to try to reach our goal. You had an easy first-round matchup with Dixon, won at 62-0, but Cape Fear proved to be pretty a pretty tough assignment, didn't it? Oh, we, we uh, knew looking at film. You know, Cape Fear only lost two games to Laney the week after we played them by, by seven, and they lost to um, – 71st by five who is the number two seed in the east and you know they were 13 points from being undefeated as well so we knew we we were playing one of the best teams we played all year and that we had to, to make some plays and that was the best defense we've seen in a while they had big fast guys all over the place and you know six six receiver committed to wake forest and you know i feel like going looking back at that game we didn't play, play our best and we came out with a win and that's what good teams do in the playoffs how big is it this time of the year to get to play at home uh, it's it's nice because you know you kind of get in a rhythm. You don't have to travel, take these long trips because you know you could be traveling to like Alamance County or something like that in the second or third round. Luckily, we get to stay in the confines of Sasser Field for the entire playoffs until the state championship game. As long as we take care of business, so it's it's definitely a big plus for us. We get to have our team meals. We get to be in our locker room and our, and, and do our things the right way. So yeah, it's it's definitely a big plus for us. And, you know, you think about playoff football and you think about the, the Tarboroughs of the world, uh, the Newburns of the world, even the Havelocks of the world. I mean, you guys, you know, you build your program about playing this time of the year. Uh, Jeff Craddock at Tarboro says, we don't have to be perfect in August. we got to be playing our best football come November. And I think that, that you know, these, these programs, year in and year out, you guys are always there. Uh, yeah, I think that's a testament to, to the program itself. These programs have success year in and year out. It's not just an August to, to December thing. It's a year-round thing, um, 365, 24-7. And we do a good job making the off-season a priority, making summer workouts a priority. And I think those things put programs that are consistently at the top, like the Tarbers, the Newburns, the Wallace Rose Hills, the East Duplins, the Havelocks, it gives them an advantage. All right, you're listening, as you said, interim coach. Do you, do you look at the future and think, hey, this is probably how we're going to do it in the next couple of years because it's worked so well? Uh, we've talked about it. I, I told my wife, I promised my wife I wouldn't even think about it <laughs> until we got through this year because um, she coaches volleyball, so fall's pretty busy for us. My daughter just started playing softball, so you know how that goes as, as a parent of former athletes. Like, yeah. You know, it's starting to pick up, getting busy, but, you know, it's just something we're, as a coaching staff, we'll sit down at the school, end of this um, season and we'll try to figure out what we're going to do moving forward. And that's really one of the hardest things because when you think of you think of coaching and, and on the high school ranks, I mean, you guys you know do so much. As you said, a lot of your role now is administrative, but you've got so many responsibilities and so much that's going on, and, and it's really difficult to, to have all that family life too, especially with your wife being a coach. It is. It, it's difficult, but, you know, we you know we love it. You know, we, we, we love being around the kids. We love, you know, coming to work every day and, and, and working with, with the young men and women that are on our campus. And so, I mean, it's, 
it is, you know, you got to sometimes find time to make priorities for your family. And, you know, I think that's the most difficult work-life balance to deal with is, you know, hoping you don't let anybody down and making sure you're you're good for your team and you're good for your class and you're good for your, your family. All right, Coach, uh, break it down for us against J.H. Rose. What are some of the things that you're looking for in this second matchup with the Rampants? Um, you know, they're running back. The Roach kid's really good. you got to make sure you get him on the ground. can't let him get ahead of steam at the second level. Uh, you want to make their quarterbacks move around in the pocket. Both of them do a really good job if you give them time. If we can get pressure and make them move around, I think that gives a little bit of advantage. And then offensively, just, you know, keep doing what we're doing, running the football, mixing in the pass every now and then when we see see the need. And I think good things will happen. It's the key this time of year, survive in advance, right? Yes, sir. That's all you can do is keep on winning. From Havelock, Brent Wooten, the head coach with the Rams, and as we mentioned, his brother Alan Wooten on the staff, Caleb King on that same staff. Caleb King's been the head coach of the Rampants, I mean, of, of the Rams, and Alan Wooten's been the head coach of the of the Rams. Now Brent Wooten taking his turn, and uh, it's just a, it's an outstanding staff. Obviously, when we know all you guys, uh, you know, from from the, your their roles at Havelock and doing such a great job, and now you've got a chance to go to the fourth round. But you got to get through J.H. Rose. Rampants has a 25 seed and the Havelock Rams as the top seed. Brent, thanks so much for joining us today. We certainly appreciate your time. Best of luck to you this Friday night and hopefully best of luck to you the rest of the way. Thank you very much, Mr. Bailey. Have a good day. All right, Brent Wooten, head football coach at Havelock High School. Havelock and J.H. Rose coming up in the third round of the state playoffs. We've got one final break to get in, so we'll get that in now. Back with more on the Brian Bailey Show to wrap it up after this. The Angus Grill is your premier spot for the best burgers, cheesesteaks, and brisket sandwiches around. Join us for our unmatched variety of burger combinations. From the mushroom bacon Swiss burger to the jalapeno popper burger to the original Angus classic. Pair that burger with our amazing onion rings, tots, fries, or sweet potato fries. Angus Grill, with four amazing locations in eastern North Carolina, including Winterville near Pitt Community College, on Jarvis Street in Uptown Greenville, and on Statensburg Road near the hospital. It's the best burger around, guaranteed. Hi, I'm Ken Hagler of Taft, Taft & Hagler. We're proud to be sponsors of The Brian Bailey Show and The Pirate Nation on Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. If you've been injured on the job or due to someone else's negligence in an automobile collision, call us at 752-2000 for a free consultation with experienced professionals who care. Go Pirates! Okay, honey, the holidays are almost here. You know we're hosting, right? Uh, yes, dear. Did you get those things done that I asked you to do? Yes, dear. Really? Yes, dear. You cleaned the gutters, pressure washed the driveway, and replaced our HVAC system? Yes, dear. Doing it right now. Really? Because it looks like you're sitting in your chair watching football. I called Delcor. They got us a brand new HVAC unit for just $120 a month. Wow. $120 a month? That's pretty good. And for only $30 more a month? We got the Delcor service plan that covers preventative maintenance and repairs, including parts and labor for 10 years. That's them. Wow, that is a great deal. Well, the kids and I are going out. Enjoy the game. Yes, dear. Visit DelcorInc.com to find out how you can get a new replacement HVAC system for under $120 a month. With top-of-the-line manufacturers like Train, it's hard to stop a train. Go to DelcorInc.com or call Delcor, the service professionals. UB and PirateWare.com are proud to offer the Pirate Nation its largest inventory of ECU merchandise and tailgate supplies ever. UBE has the best prices in town, so that makes UBE your one-stop shop for all things ECU. UBE does daily restocks of Champion, Adidas, and Under Armour. Don't forget to bring your young pirates to plunder the Crow's Nest, which is the only kid's store dedicated to ECU. Plenty of free parking in Uptown Greenville. Visit them online at PirateWare.com. Go Pirates! Are you having a hard time participating in the activities you love due to pain? Well, then you need a good stretch or perhaps a massage. At Bodies and Balance, they offer massage therapy, assisted stretching, and Graston techniques to help provide solutions. With years of experience, the team at Bodies and Balance can create a stretch or massage program that is right for you. Mention Pirate Radio to get your first free stretch and your first massage for only $1 per minute. Call 916-4530 to get on the schedule, or you can visit them online at Bodies and Balance. This is Brian Packard, ECU former baseballer. You're listening to Pirate Radio, the voice of Pirate Nation. 
You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities, working for our community, not for shareholders. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to our show as we wrap up this edition of The Brian Bailey Show. High school football for Friday night, third round play. Tarboro's Vikings are our number one seed. They play host to Southeast Halifax. Some other games in the 1A ranks. Rosewood is at East Bladen and North Moore is at Wilson Prep. Two-way play. Nash Central plays host to Hertford County. Southwest Edgecombe's Cougars are at home against Whiteville. Great matchup right there. Northeastern is at home against Princeton. Rose at Havelock. That's the one we talked about. And then Newburn is at Cleveland. I want to thank our guest today, Riley Davis. East Carolina assistant coach under Mike Schwartz. He's also the recruiting coordinator. Pirates play USC Upstate on Wednesday night at Williams Arena. Then the Town Bank Holiday Classic Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday with games against Northeastern, Georgia Southern, and Kennesaw State. Also want to thank Will Bland, head coach at J.H. Rose, and Brent Wooten, head coach at Havelock. It's Rose, the 25 seed against Havelock, the number one seed in the East coming up on Friday night in the third round of the state playoffs. Have yourself a great sports week. We'll see you back here next Monday on The Brian Bailey Show. This has been The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities and also brought to you by The Angus Grill, Bostic Sug, Bojangles, East Coast Grading, Gavigan Insurance, Greenville Auto World, Papa John's, Greenville Utility Company, Pepsi, The Rick House, Taft Taft and Hagler, and Tiebreakers. Join us next week for another edition of The Brian Bailey Show, right here on Pirate Radio 93.3.